right, folks, we're back. It's another week, another episode of Reliving the Lights, uh, Friday Night Lights Rewatch Podcast. My name is Josh Kuypers. Hey, I'm Anthony Hookman. And we are pressing on towards the end here, uh, <laughs> kind of stumbling our way through the last <laughs> season. It's uh, yeah. a lot going on in life between injured vocal cords and uh, getting married and I had technical difficulties for like the last four days that prevented my editing program from working. So, uh, you know, we're going to get there though. I, we are, I, we're committed to this. There's, we're not going to give up now. So yeah, we, thank- we apologize to all of our dedicated listeners out there. Hopefully yeah. by the time that this episode airs, we should be yeah. starting a pretty decent track. I would think uh, so. But for that gap between episodes uh, one and two of season five, uh, Tiger Dave, uh, Crank Chop, <laughs> Niall, Riley, we apologize. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, thanks for not being too hard on us. If it was Mr. Uh, Spider Clown, all of you. <laughs> uh, unknown, unknown listeners in the West Indies and yes. uh, uh, Laos. Uh, if it was a podcast that I listened to, uh, with the dedication that you guys have, I probably would have been like, Hey, where's the, uh, where's the episode? Where's the art? Where's the art? Exactly. Uh, but you guys have been super gracious. So thank you for that. Uh, what, yeah, like we said, one of the things that has delayed us in this beginning of the season is, uh, Anthony got married and, uh, got to tell you it was a heck of a time. Uh, did you have a good time? Uh, yeah, yeah. I pro pro my wedding (laughs) thus far. (laughs) We uh, you know, we're two weeks into marriage now, and so far so good. Yeah, right on. So, give me your uh, top three highlights of the the whole Vegas wedding experience. Let's just go top sure. three moments. Sure. Um, and I'm gonna go in chronological order instead yeah, that of good. best, uh, mm-hmm. worst, and second best. So, um, first we'll do uh, we took uh the second day or like literally like the morning after we flew, so we got in. At like 11.30 p.m. local mm-hmm. time into Vegas on a Monday night. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Had to show my parents and Angie's parents how to use Uber to get them to the hotels. Okay. Um, and so then we finally got an Uber um, and got into our hotel about 1 a.m. local time, <laughs> um, which is 3 a.m. here in South Dakota. Oh, yeah. So you were dragging. Uh, we're dragging. Had to be up at 5 a.m. local time or 5.30 a.m. local time to catch Ooh. a Grand Canyon tour. Yeah. Um, Angie's mom booked a uh, uh, comedian. It's called Comedy on Deck Tours. What? Highly recommend. Yeah. So it was like a comedian oh. doing stand-up um, and like commentary. Uh, for I mean, he, he took breaks and stuff. But because sure, sure. it's like a, you know, it's like a two and a half hour drive right. from, yeah. from Vegas to... Uh, to the grand the west room of the grand canyon so um yeah learned a lot got to see the grand canyon i'd never been before is very cool never had been yeah. to arizona before so i crossed oh, that crossing off my off, yeah. uh state list um yeah that was really really cool uh, my friends john and Brittany. i don't know if you got to spend any time with john and Brittany. really really cool people sure. john green uh the the son of the artist oh man i wish i would have met yeah yeah, got, yeah i wish i would have got to meet him but yeah um so he uh yeah, he and his wife came along, so that was a lot of fun. And then, like, it was like you know, in my whole family and Angie's whole immediate family, so mm-hmm. um, that was pretty cool. Uh, so that was number first highlight. Second highlight was uh, the bachelor party <laughs> uh, yeah. that we kind of had the <laughs> night before the wedding. 
it was just so, so cool having, uh, you know, despite the circumstances uh, <laughs> with COVID being what it is uh, and, and travel and all of that, that we got so many, so many of my, my dearest, closest friends and family uh, there the night before the wedding, a bunch of us, there's probably what, you know, 20 of us that all yeah. kind of went out and we're just kind of like walking up and down the strip and mm-hmm. just having a time ended with me and cash who I hadn't seen in person in like four years. Yeah. Um, ended with me and him and his girlfriend, just like having a nightcap that was, you know, hey, I was there too, bro. You, you were there for the night. Yeah. For the first yes. drink. And that turned yes. into two or three more. <laughs> yes. Um, and then I suppose, you know, the, the logical uh, other highlight was uh, just the night of the wedding. We had so good. Yeah. A nice little ceremony. You were in it. Josh uh, was one of my groomsmen stood up for up me. Yes, sir. Um, that was really dope. Uh, got, you know, had a nice little dinner. And then after a bunch of us, you didn't join for this. I wish you would have uh, went out and did karaoke. Oh, karaoke. Yeah. 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 Um, after the wedding, which was a lot of fun at about uh, we closed the place down. The karaoke went till 3 a.m. And we were there till the till the bitter end. Uh, nice. Or the, a few of us were. Um, but uh, yeah, around midnight. 1 a.m. ish. I uh, took the stage and did a just a rousing rendition of Flagpole Sitta. Uh, oh. Just brought the crowd to its knees. So <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah, man. Yeah, so good. Uh, every bit of it. I was telling Anthony and Angie this uh, before we started recording, but I want to go on record and say, easily top three weddings I've ever been to, and I don't even know. I can't even name the weddings that I would put with you in the top three. So it's got a, there's a good chance. It's the bet. My favorite wedding I've ever been to. I just don't want to commit to it yet. Right. That's That's fair. Absolutely. um, Big honor. uh, You know, just the, the vibes were immaculate. Uh, The, the vows completely. uh, Yeah. Just beautiful touching um, said a lot. And I, there was something like having known you for so long, and, uh, you know, like kind of been through the ups and downs and, uh, to see you there with Angie and, you know, just doing the dang thing. Like it was, uh, it was a pretty beautiful moment, um, to, to watch you as a yeah human being. So way to go. Uh, it's hard for my cynical heart to uh, be touched these days and, uh, you broke through. So that's wow. good. means a lot. means a lot. Uh, uh if, if any of you listening at home would like to watch the wedding oh, it yeah. is online um it is streaming on if you go to the little church of the west facebook page <laughs> yeah. uh hookman january 6th uh you can watch it it is yeah it's on there it's about 10 minutes long when when i got home uh like the day that i got home i was looking at it it had like 3000 views uh yeah. at that point so i can yeah i don't that's yeah. Uh, about a, about a thousand of those views are just Angie rewatching it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, a thousand a day, yeah, just <laughs> keeps racking them up. Yeah. No, it is it is weird though because it is wild. Like not to toot my own horn, um, but it is like wild because a lot of those videos on there have like double digits, maybe in the low one hundreds, and then there's mm-hmm. our video that's like, yeah, <laughs> nearing four thousand views. Yeah. Uh yeah. just kind of in the middle of it. So yeah. it's very cool that apparently a lot of people also uh, you know, from back home and and whatever uh yeah. were watching. So yeah. Well cheers to you guys. Uh best wishes. We uh Lindsay and I, yeah, big fans of the whole Angie and Anthony thing. So uh and I'm sure our our listeners are uh, pumped for you for you as well. So, 
Uh, now we just got to find out who else can get married so we can all go hang out in Vegas. That <laughs> yeah. was pretty fun. That was a good time. Yeah, right. Seriously, like it was. I <clears throat> uh, like I told Angie, I was like, it's such a bummer that the whole thing is over, but because like. I was like, I'll never be in Vegas with Josh and Jordan right. and Tyler ever again. That's never going to happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be hard to recreate. And Cash and yeah, all you guys. It was it was so cool. Um, I mean, I'm glad that Carter came. I didn't get to spend a lot of time with Carter, which was my really only big mm. like bummer. It just didn't work out to hang out with Carter outside of the wedding. But yeah, it was. I was really glad he showed up and he spoke. And that I was, Angie and I were both a little bummed that you didn't say a little something at the reception when people were people were talking. So I know that I get up in front of crowds and like for a <laughs> living, like multiple times a week, I do it. I just hate it. I always feel, here's my thing. I always feel like what I want to say is so much bigger than what actually comes out that mm-hmm. like I, I hesitate to even try because it's like, sure. oh, my guts are just have so much <laughs> feeling right now. Like, how can I put that into words without mm-hmm. sounding like an idiot? So uh, hopefully this uh, this will have more listeners than we're at the reception. So hopefully right, by, uh, going on and on about how much uh, yeah. we love you and <laughs> thought the wedding was beautiful. This this actually counts more. Sure. Than speaking yes. at the reception. Um. I will say just as a highlight 3.1, Angie's uncle got up and spoke um, and brought up a little inside bit, which I will, I'll explain before I uh, say what he said. But so um, a few months before we got married, Angie's uncle passed back in October. Um, And so uh, at the, or after the funeral, um, Angie's other uncle, Rich, uh, kind of like stepped up. We were a bunch of us were standing outside and talking, and he stepped outside and he just goes, "Well, it's LSD time. Let's start drinking." <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. Um, I thought it was fantastic. And um, at the wedding, Uncle Rich got up and um, he was sitting at your table. Yeah. <laughs> so you got, you were my general view as I uh, he stood up and he he literally started the speech with. Well, a lot of people here don't know this, but Anthony and I have actually done LSD together. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw Tyler Erickson's face, but for some reason, his was the first that my uh, eyes drew to. And Tyler's face was absolutely priceless. <laughs> Tyler was like, oh, my God. It was great. So uh, great bit to my new uh, uncle-in-law, Rich. That that was a good bit. Yeah, I enjoyed that for sure. Uh, well, everybody reach out, wish Anthony a happy, uh, two week anniversary or whatever we got coming up here. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but it'll be four weeks, I think, by, or three, <laughs> three or four weeks by the time this episode airs. That's so true. Right. That's true. Yeah. Great. So Anthony, uh, looks like you put one of your wedding presents to get, uh, to work again. What are you drinking tonight? Yeah. I got the old, um, I, I told Angie, I was like, God, I, I, cause I couldn't decide what I, we just ate. Literally. We just ate like a half hour ago, Jeez. ate dinner. And, uh, so I'm already feeling a little bloated. I was like, <laughs> ah, beer, beer. I don't think is going to do the trick right now. So, uh, I kind of want to make a margarita, but I don't want to like dirty the blender because the bottom shelf, of the dishwasher is already full. <sighs> so it's not even going to get in until next nah, cycle. No. And that's a whole thing. Uh, but then I finally just said, you know what? Screw it. It's the only thing that sounds like it's going to hit the spot. So <laughs> got ourselves a margarita going. Got a few little extra in the uh, the blender back behind me. So it's ready to go. Nice. Mm-hmm. I also was not. Uh, oh, 
you're gonna refill. I was like, "What's no, going on?" No, I, oh, I was, just, I was gonna move it over here. Over. This wall, this wall is this wall directly where I literally yeah. put slippers on and I'm wearing sweatpants because this wall is so cold because <laughs> it's it. the brick wall facing the outdoors. The outside, so yeah. <laughs> I was gonna set it near that. Uh, Keep it a little cooler. But now I will top it off. Now that you say it, it's only right. Uh, I also didn't feel like going straight to beer because. Uh, we had uh, pizza tonight, uh, as we do customarily on Friday nights. Um, what do we? Wa- oh no, they watched uh, Despicable Me three, but I was actually watching Friday Night Lights upstairs. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, pizza. So I just have my Bacardi Limon and peach flavored water beverage. But uh, I've got uh, nice. I had never had this before or heard of this brewery before. But I picked this up at the local Casey's Big Grove Brewery. Uh, it's out of, I believe, like Iowa City. Oh, sure. Okay. Yep. Iowa City. Uh, Easy Eddie, fresh and juicy, hazy India pale ale. So you know that I like mm-hmm. hazy IPAs. So it's pretty good. Uh, so I've got that coming up. Perfect. All right, that's Anthony's wedding recap. And that's what we're drinking. Let's get into the episode. This is episode 503. It is entitled The Right Hand of the Father. Uh, it originally aired November 10th of 2010. We got a 10-10. No, that's 11-10-10. Uh, originally aired November 10th of 2010. Rated TV 14, 43 minutes long. What does Haven Iron Oak have to add to that? Josh, we've got a special week. We've got two different... Uh, synopses on this episode oh. both written by haven iron oak oh. so he must have <laughs> written one and then decided you know what i'm gonna take another crack at that yeah, okay so, all right here's the first one i can't tell which one is chronologically came first but this is the first one listed vince's dad gets out on parole a video of mara drunk at the party with several lions team members gets posted on the internet mrs taylor tries to take corrective action during school hours and coach taylor tries to get the team members back on track Meanwhile, Julie's flirtation with her history TA gets more serious. So that's the first one. Okay. Yeah. Pretty straightforward down to yep. business. Here's the second one. This oh. one is starts off the starts off pretty strong. Okay. It's all about fathers. <laughs> Becky's dad returns to town. Buddy Jr. comes to stay with his dad, and Vince con- confronts his father about the drugs in his past. Meanwhile, Jess and Vince squabble about her being the team's equipment manager. Meanwhile, <laughs> Luke gets an invite to visit TMU and bring a, bring a few friends. That's 504. He must have accidentally put... Oh. That's, that's Keep Looking. That's season five, episode okay, four. Okay, okay, okay. Well, that explains yep, the double. Because literally the next one is the same thing except for it without the It's All About Fathers intro. Uh, so. Haven Iron Oak, you done f***ed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you messed I mean, up uh, HIO. Uh, I'll I'll reserve the conversation for that second one until next episode then, yeah. but <laughs> a lot to talk about there. All right, but this, his one actually for this episode was pretty straightforward. I don't know that there's much to uh, to talk yeah, about not, there. Not much to critique there. Uh, I know Movie Dude 2 has something to say about it. Mm-hmm. It does. Uh, just gotta find it. Here we go. This one, uh, so we had a little bit of a snafu. Uh, we're we're doing a double tonight, just to pull, peel back the curtain yeah, on yeah, you. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, we had decided a couple of days ago we we would figure out who's doing what, and then we forgot until about an hour before. Or I well, I, <laughs> yeah. And I texted Josh, but it didn't go through because of, he has an Android phone because he's a child. <laughs> My phone um, is dead, but yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I ended up writing for both of them. This one I'm not as proud of because I really put my I'm I am very proud of uh, next week's, which you'll okay. hear next week. Very nice. Um, but uh, I threw this one together just in case Josh didn't do anything, and as it turns out, he didn't. So yeah, okay. here we go. Some of the boys on the team are in hot water after a video leaks on the internet of them drunk at a party. Vince's dad is back home on parole, but he's still in hot water with Vince while Pam calls Buddy about their son being in hot water out west. Julie's TA is briefly in hot water after Julie finds out he's married, but she's so thirsty that it doesn't matter in the long run. <laughs> oh, see, that's genius right there because you kept you kept the water theme, but you turned it into thirst. That's ooh. Um, that was I, I will credit Angie on that. She came up with the thirsty, and she also wanted to throw something in about like Julie being thirsty because she's hot for teacher to keep like the uh, hot water thing on, but you thought a little too. I much. couldn't. I couldn't quite make it work. I sure, couldn't quite sure, sure. make it work to my standards. I like it. Um, if you wanted to make it a little more Haven Iron Oak like, uh, at least compared to next week, it's all about hot water. <laughs> <laughs> all right, nice work. Thank you for doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. You, yeah, you're you're really developing an art form with this. All, <laughs> I, I respect it. All right, let's get into the episode. Uh, This episode starts out. uh, We see Buddy. It's a grand opening, right? Yeah. Buddies. We're going to finally find out uh, what the heck business kind of business Buddy is starting. (laughs) Uh, And he's going big for this opener. Yeah. um, Actually, it was pretty risky because we find out that this is directly after the game last week. So this could have been a loss. Like this could have been not a celebration. mm, Yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody's there, and turns out he opened himself a bar and grill. Yep. yep. Buddy's bar. Um, and he got Gary Clark Jr. <laughs> to perform uh, live at the bar uh, after the game. Uh, and uh, I he came on, and I, like, freaked out. I was like, is that freaking Gary Clark Jr.? And so I immediately paused it and texted Anthony, like, <laughs> what the heck? Uh, is this, like, Gary Clark Jr., like, uh, playing somebody else, but no, like Buddy actually got Gary Clark Jr. My only question, I didn't look it up, is like, when did Gary Clark Jr. like hit it big? Is this actually before he was like famous? I mean, uh, he was for sure bubbling under by this point. So he he headlined Sioux Falls Jazz Fest in what I want to say was probably like 2015 or 16. Mm-hmm. I want to say 2016. Um. I mean, and by that point, I think he had pretty much reached his, you know, as famous yeah. as he really got. But yeah, his first album came out in 2001. So I don't oh, know like, yeah. how popular he was in 2010, but I got to imagine he was pretty well established. But I am seeing that he is from Austin, Texas. So that's the the hookup and the the connection for sure is that he's a, another Austin, Austin guy. But yeah, big get for Buddy. Huge uh, get. Pretty impressive. But yeah, Buddy, I guess it makes sense. Buddy owning a uh, kind of a sports bar and grill, um, probably a good fit for him. Mm. 
But it looks like, uh, yeah, pretty much everybody's there. The team just won. Buddy announces that they're going to have the the game balls from all the Lions wins for this season. They're going to put them on display in the in Buddy's bar there. Uh, yep. I'm not sure. I, I felt like maybe Coach was not aware of this plan by the little look that he gave. Yeah. He announced like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, big party. Uh, big deal. There's there's yep, a lot he, of good vibes around the Lions right now. Yep. He he pulls up Coach and Tammy to put the game balls in the yep. trophy case that he has, uh, I guess, purchased. Yeah, which is not set up very well for footballs because they're just flat shelves that they're trying <laughs> to set footballs on. So. Yeah. Yeah. Vince comes home, presumably the next day, or no, later that night. Mm-hmm. Vince comes home later, later that night. Uh, his mom is cleaning. Uh, so he's kind of like, what's going on, mom? And we learn that Vince's dad is getting out of jail. Vince, not thrilled about this. No, he's not happy. Uh, <clears throat> he asks, uh, he asks his mom, you know, where is he going to sleep? Mom says, I haven't really thought about that, but uh, will you come with me to pick him up? And Vince is obviously not into that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about you, but I worried when we saw mom cleaning the house late at night i was worried she was like got into cocaine strung out yeah you know but nope uh it's her it's yeah her former husband i don't know if they're married yes i'm yeah hard to tell if they are or were married or are technically still married yeah Yeah. don't know uh we hit the opening credits there after that we see we're in principal levi's office coach and tammy are there Principal Levi is showing them a video on the internet of uh, what Mora is that her name? Yeah, Mora, 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 the rally girl at the party that we saw last week. I assume um, extremely drunk, passed out. Guys are passing her around. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out that that has gotten out to the public, and parents are pissed about it. Not only has it gotten out, Josh, it's gotten. Mm-hmm. 2,000 views. No, not 2,000 views. 2,000 hits. Hits. That's right. <laughs> I, I thought it was a very 2010 thing to say. Yeah. Outdated pop culture reference. Um, yes. Yeah, they're not happy. They want football players expelled because there's football players in the video. Coach Taylor says, nah, don't do that yet. Like, please don't do that yet. I'll let me check into it. Um, I'll see what I can find out. Because there are lots of other people in the video, but people are keyed into the football players, obviously. Of course. Julie, back in college, we find out she got a C plus on a paper that she wrote. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, C minus. C minus, yeah. A C minus on the paper um, in the class with the the creepy TA. um, And she's, she's looking pretty bummed about that. Yep. Pretty disappointed. Next, we see Vince telling Jess about his dad getting out of prison and the concerns that he has for his mom um, and what that'll do to her with having his dad back in the picture. Mm-hmm. Buddy's on the phone with Pammy. Uh, sounds like uh, Lil Buddy is being a real teenager, a real adolescent Yeah, up out there in the Pacific Northwest. He might even be smoking pot. Mm-hmm. Might be smoking pot. We're not sure. Um, but that's uh, kind of the last straw for them. Pammy wants Buddy 
uh, senior to come help um, get buddy, little buddy back on the right track. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. She asked buddy to, to come out West to see him. Yep. Uh, Tammy and Mara, Mora, Maura, whatever. Um, they have a little conversation in Tammy's office about the video. Uh, Maura is being pretty like shut off about this. Like she yeah, doesn't think it's deal. that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. Tammy's trying to convince her that it is actually a big deal. Um, she's not very impressed by the whole situation out at practice. Uh, coach is working the hell out of them as punishment for the party video. And we see him chewing them out about the whole thing. Vince and Luke tried to tell coach like, Hey, like the whole school was there. Why are you being so hard on us about this? Uh, which not a great tactic, never a good tactic. I got to say, um, coach tells them, you know, you guys all know the standard for our team. If anyone breaks those standards, they gone, uh, they're off Mm -hmm. the team. So we get a scene of Vince arriving home to mom and dad. Uh, he's pretty cold to Pa Howard. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's pretty awkward. He's also pretty upset that uh dad is staying with them he ends up just walking out the door yeah it really seems like mom pa howard are excited to get back to old times but vince doesn't really have any old times that he can look fondly upon Mm -hmm. so uh next we're at some sort of like school assembly for just the women uh about the effects of alcohol the dangers of alcohol Mm -hmm. And the lady leading it is super boring about it. No, nobody's very interested in what she has to say. You can tell everybody thinks it's pretty dumb. This distresses Tammy. Uh, she wants these ladies to to listen up. Yeah, one of the few moments that I can think of in this series where Tammy like straight up loses her cool, little unhinged. Yeah, <laughs> like, Tammy goes off. Like she, yeah, it's pretty pretty bad. Yeah, I have in my notes, uh, she comes off uh, pretty judgy and a little unhinged here, um, which, you know, she she cares and she wants the the ladies mm-hmm. to know. So it, I'm sure it comes out of a good place, but yeah, she loses it a little. Mm-hmm. At pra- Back at practice, I assume this is the same practice, uh, there are a couple players we've never seen before. Um, Jacob and Wade. Absolute doofuses. <laughs> like... <laughs> How, yeah they're like on a, like a water break or something mm-hmm. and these guys are doing the like imitating the video of yep. like the kind of like rag doll yep. whatever that we see in the video and everybody like walks away like they're <laughs> like they're like okay j- you know that was funny but joke's over and they just, they just keep, keep doing it like to no one <laughs> to <laughs> nobody <laughs> like just most avoidable, uh, you know, expulsion from the team ever. Uh, not a great move. Uh, Jacob and Wade at this point do get kicked off the team. Oh, they at least get kicked out of practice. But I think what coach the threat it's earlier implied. was that you get kicked off the team. So mm. if you can't live up to the standards of the team, so they're gone. 
Luckily, they're no one we've ever heard before, so I don't <laughs> think it's going to be too impactful yeah. to the success this of the team. The first time, it's probably why they kept doing it, is the first time they've had the attention of anybody else on the team. So they're like, hey, we're still doing the bit. We're still doing the bit. <laughs> Guys, come Guys. back. Check it out. <laughs> remember? Remember? Uh, Julie, back at college, uh, she kind of meets with the TA, talk about her paper and uh, the grade that she got on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tells her, that she'll never be a great writer because she doesn't have a curious mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, more or less. Uh, <laughs> he basically tells her that she writes too safely. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's kind of like, Oh, this is re- this college stuff. Oh. Is a whole other level. Huh? <laughs> this is what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he, he puts it in a way. Okay. First of all, I put in my notes comes off super predatory. Um, yes. which does come into definitely come into play later. Uh, but what I thought was dumb about it is he's like, listen, Julie, I've gotten to know you a little bit. And so I know that you're not like taking it. You're not really saying everything you have to say here, which uh, I think is kind of lame because then she is being uh, penalized for uh, this guy having a boner for her basically. Right. But um anyway yeah is he isn't he does believe that she is a promising student so he invites her to professor nevin's salon yeah. I've, I've never heard of this uh Same. definition of the word salon before Same. in fact i might just look up i'm gonna put define salon into google and i mean i can put together with context what what it is but a reception room in a large house an elegant apartment or living room, a fashionable assemblage of notables held by custom at the home of a prominent person. Okay. There you go. It's he invites her, the creepy TA predatory TA invites Julie to a fashionable assemblage of notables, such as literary figures, artists, or statesmen held by custom at the home of a prominent person. So there you go. Julie sucks. After the assembly, Jess expresses support for Tammy. So they just had their alcohol talk. Um, yeah, Jess goes and talks to Tammy and says, like, you know, I kind of I apologizes agree. on behalf of the girls. Yeah, that was yep. So she talks to her. Um she said kind of says, like, <laughs> what's the whole deal with this rally girl thing anyway? But I kind of get it because everybody wants to be part of the team. And then Tammy tells Jess, uh, hey, you should be the new equipment manager for the football team, which I wasn't sure what Jess was going to think about that, but she was very into it. It's all about it. Yeah. Um, at practice, which may or may not be the same. Is this, yeah, is this all one day? Stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Um, coach were, they having, the were, the, were the girls having an after school alcohol assembly? It uh, could be. Yeah. I, it's hard to tell. I mean, when <laughs> else are you going to get all the girls in school to, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, at the practice, coach tells the team they're going to start doing some uh, community outreach. Uh, and also, they're going to be wearing suits on game days instead of jerseys. Oh, which, uh, honestly, usually a coach Taylor guy, also usually a pro suit guy, but this is a big ass coach Taylor. High school kids wearing suits to school all day. And uh, well, not only that, we got to consider 
I know, Josh, you bought a new suit for my wedding. I bought a new suit for my wedding. Yeah. Not cheap. You're living, you're working at the low income school in town. Like, it's a big ask to ask these kids to buy at least one suit a piece. You know, I didn't think about that. And I, but I did notice that some of the guys had pretty nice suits. I was kind Mm -hmm. of impressed. So. Yeah, uh, maybe a little inconsistency with our narrative here of who the East Dillon Lions really are because they were they were looking good. Yeah. I did actually have a a suit that uh, looked pretty great uh, when I was in like I probably got it in high school and then wore it through college. I know I I, I got it in high school because I wore it to like all state choir or something, mm-hmm. but picked up a suit at Goodwill for like fourteen bucks and it was like dark navy with pin like pinstripes but like mm-hmm. not gaudy pinstripes like yep. nice subtle pinstripes Classy, yeah and uh i'd know that i had it in high school because i also have my i still have my freshman college id and i was wearing the blazer like the suit coat mm-hmm. of that with a dumb and dumber shirt of them <laughs> on the the moped uh, uh-huh. saying i can get 70 miles to the gallon on this hog uh underneath it <clears throat> also a cross necklace because it was uh 18 year old mm-hmm. josh so mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, you can find some good deals occasionally at Goodwill. It's true. Yeah. Um, Angie's brother-in-law found like a very nice suit at the Goodwill in Watertown for extremely cheap. Like, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember if he was wearing it at our wedding, but he wore it to uh, her uncle's funeral in October. And like, it's a pretty pretty sharp suit. Gotta say. Nice. I actually uh, wore that very same getup the suit coat with the dumb and dumber shirt underneath to a band concert in high school. And Mr. Jeff Patsoff was pissed at me really? for that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm wearing a suit coat. It's more dressed up than like <laughs> half the people here, <laughs> but he was not uh, enthusiastic about the dumb and dumber shirt. It's so. like, bro, I'll walk right now, but you're going to be missing your first chair trumpet. So I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> throw my weight around and <laughs> you need me i don't need you <laughs> exactly uh yes so coach taylor's coming down on them they're going to be doing some community outreach is yes. uh is kind of the big thing that's going to mm-hmm. come into play later And it comes into play immediately. We see the team outside the grocery store. (laughs) I should have read ahead in my notes. Uh, They're, they're trying to do a little PR. I don't know what they're like. They're trying to offer to carry groceries out and then invite people to come to the football games. Yeah. They have like flyers that they're handing out. Yeah, It's like their schedule. I think. Yeah. So yeah, I guess they're just trying to do a little PR. It's not going very well. Uh, Most of the team is ready to give up. Uh, they kind of look to Vince. Vince says, yeah, let's go. Uh, but it looks like uh, a few of them hung on. I think it was like Luke and Tinker and Raspberry and Huxton, yep. or whatever his name is. Uh, they they stick it out. Raspberry Huxton? <laughs> Something. I don't know. <clears throat> I can't. I can't. That name will not uh, like lodge itself in my brain. Hast- <laughs> all, all I can, I the thing that I can remember is Hastings or um, no, Hastings Ruckle. Is that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I don't even know what the real name is anymore. I thought that was the wrong one. But next, we see Buddy bitching to coach about the Pammy situation. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, Buddy and Coach, they're at the bar, at Buddy's bar, talking about Buddy Jr. Coach tells him that Buddy Jr. needs him and that he should uh, look at this situation as kind of an opportunity. Yeah. Um, he, I think Buddy, that, that was very good advice from Coach because Buddy's like going on and on about how she wanted the kids and she took she took the kids away from him. And now he's bitching about the fact that he like she wants him to be a part of the kid's life. Mm-hmm. So good, good words uh, of encouragement, coach. We see Tammy trying to convince coach to hire Jess as equipment manager for the team. Coach says uh, in a pretty prescient uh, thought that it might be a bad idea to put the quarterback's girlfriend in the locker room. Uh, with the team that that might be a bad idea yeah he he seems unsure about uh he's not nuts about the idea i guess i would say um we also get a little chime in uh by gracie yeah okay gotta be fair gracie looked 60 percent normal (laughs) don't you think didn't she look like a normal child to a certain extent I wasn't paying close enough attention. I may have been too furiously writing my notes uh, to <laughs> yeah. notice. She might actually be growing into herself a little bit here. Her, her, uh, <clears throat> you know what she's been programmed to do evolutionary from whatever planet she's, she's come from to assimilate <laughs> into earth, uh, life. She's finally starting to take more of a human like form. So she's, yeah, uh, she's, she's not quite there yet. No, no, but it appears as though, uh, progress is possibly being made, <laughs> which who would have thought, you know, I, right. not me. That's for sure. Jess is running drills with Vince. Um, she's kind of telling him about the equipment manager thing. You can tell she's excited. Vince seems really preoccupied. Uh, he does say he's got a lot on his mind. Jess asks if he talked to his dad, Vince says, yeah, uh, actually. And I don't remember exactly how it ends, except that, there's obviously not very positive vibes around yeah, that he, subject. He kind of he kind of avoids the the subject as as much as he can. Yep. Yep. Julie is at the salon. Salon. Um, it's pretty pretentious. She oh. sees like two students talking about. I don't remember what they were talking about, but it was big ass nerd shit. Is yeah, what it was. big ass nerd shit. Yep. Um, she's drinking some wine, which seemed. Uh, like maybe not something that would oh. even be allowed at a student function, knowing that she's a freshman. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely underage. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that, but it's these big secular state schools. You know, <laughs> so anything goes. Right. Uh, she uh, kind of overhears a conversation between the TA and some woman. Uh we hear this woman tell the TA, uh, you're married to like one of the most important women, uh, you know, like scholars in the world or something like that. Uh, Julie hears this and we see her top off that wine with a Tammy Taylor style pour. (laughs) Yes, that is exactly what I have in my notes. Uh, I say Julie pours herself a Tammy sized glass of wine. Uh, so absolutely. Uh, yeah, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. (laughs) Uh, 
But uh, yeah, reaching new levels of, I knew this dude was scummy, but I didn't realize he was this scummy. Yeah. That's nasty. It's, yeah, pretty bad. So Jess got the equipment manager job and Vince is very unsure about Jess being in the locker room with dudes getting undressed. And I got to say, I agree. Mm-hmm. Weird, uh, weird setup they got going here. Yeah, honestly. Uh, and we see, I don't remember if it's in this episode or early in the next episode. I think it's in this episode. Um, her, like she basically is getting sexually harassed uh, yeah. constantly in the locker room once she gets there. Dude. So like, I think Vince is on to something here. And I mean, she, I don't want to talk about it too much yet. So I won't, I won't go there yet. Yeah. But like, I think Vince is, is right. I think so. I, a, I, she's not even 18. Cause I assume she and Vince are the same age and Vince isn't a senior. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about a 16, 17 year old girl in the same locker room where dudes are getting undressed. Like, mm, yeah, no. And also, uh, yeah, those, the things that the players were saying to them nowadays in 2022, working in higher education, like I do and having to deal with title nine stuff, uh, which I'm like, I definitely support, but, uh, those guys would be gone. You (laughs) say any of that stuff, those guys would be gone. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so this is another uh, example of 2010 being a different world than very different world. Yeah. Uh, over at uh, uh, school, East Dillon. Yes. Over at school, <laughs> over at that. Well, I was like, cause they were already at school. I don't want to say over at school. The timeline's uh, weird. Yeah. Again. Tammy is, uh, Tammy is going into a supply closet for something. And she finds uh, Mora making out with some dude in the supply closet. <laughs> and she kind of pulls her aside to do some counseling. Uh, Mora is seemingly just, uh, I mean, we went to high school with girls like this. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's one in every school, or at least there was in the mid to late 2000s. Yes. Uh, she basically says, like, you got to get your act together or your reputation's going to get locked in, not just with students, but like in the community and it's going to follow you. And yeah, it's people are not going to have a very good opinion of you. And that's going to kind of screw you over in the long run. So let's yes. pull it together here, Maura. Uh, next, is, oh. I'll take it. You've, <laughs> I've made you start a lot. Uh, up next, we see Vince walking home. His uh, dad pulls up in a car that apparently he is borrowing from a friend of his. Uh, says His dad says he went to the school to get tickets to Vince's game on Friday. Vince is not happy that he went down to the school at all. Mm-hmm. Um, pa Howard says, hey, I just want to see you play. Tries to get Vince to you know get in the car, take a ride from him, say, hey, we'll go get your mom. Take it to work, get some food from Ray's barbecue. Vince doesn't want any of it, and he just basically keeps walking. Mm-hmm. Yep, still pretty cold to to his dad. Yep. Julie and the uh, TA have a little discussion about the TA being married. Um, he's a total scumbag. Tries Gosh. to kind of explain it away. And what does Julie do, Josh? She kisses him. She goes right for it. 
She goes right for it. I, I'm like watching it and I'm like, oh my gosh, Julia's like begging for it right now. And then not only is she begging for it, she goes for it. She initiates it. A married man. And I don't want to, uh, you know, dip into the area of like slut shaming or anything like that. But I feel like this is an objective moral issue. He's a married man. Yeah. Like this is a, this is a scumbag move. Julie. I literally just have in my notes, all capital letters. Damn it. Julie. Gosh, it's a scumbag move because it, it's not just affecting you. It's affecting like somebody else's entire life, mm-hmm. you know, that guy, but more importantly, his wife. So yes. this is a bad move. I mean, there's a moral uh, quandary to begin with, with her being a student of his. Yeah. And then this just adds to the mix. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get like nitty gritty with it, uh, it's could technically probably be considered like statutory because yeah. he is in a position of power over her. So, I mean, you want to talk about title nine in higher education. Uh, this guy is getting fired instantly <laughs> if this comes to light. But yeah, um, Julie. But I mean, this is just as much on Julie as it is on on the guy. So right, yeah, it's just as much on. Yeah, it's we. Uh, the listen, this guy's no saint, but man, Julie is definitely making some poor decisions. I at this point kind of look at the writers of Friday Night Lights and I'm kind of like we've done this so many times with Julie do we need <laughs> to do this again like the Swede and the English teacher and now this guy and the Hab- Habitat for Humanity guy mm-hmm. Habitat Ryan Ryan Cabrera mm-hmm. uh, so this is like the fourth instance of her like being in sketchy relationships with older yeah, dudes. With absolute scumbags. Let's try something different is what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. Well, then also, did, did you mention the, like the English teacher who was yeah. like macking on her? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I did mention that, but yes, that dude, this is basically the exact same freaking thing mm-hmm. as the English teacher. So except for now, Tammy's not here to <laughs> tell that guy to back the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, we'll we'll discuss more once we get to the hate meter. <laughs> next, we see well, we'll Vin- discuss. Yeah, we'll discuss more right now because the next theme is Julie and the TA waking up in oh, bed together. Sh- I just skipped to the next paragraph in my <laughs> notes because I was ready to be done. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We we see them in bed together, so it's implied that they have uh, taken it past kissing. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, we see Julie get up uh, and kind of sneak out. Yeah. Uh, hard to tell if she is feeling some regret or what's going on here, but I think that's what's happening. Uh, I did make a note that the bed looked very comfy. Uh, it looked like a very comfy situation. Um, but yeah, I also have in my notes, boo, <laughs> with a lot of O's. Next, Vince is eating breakfast. Dad says Vince's tie isn't uh, tied quite right. <laughs> Vince asks if he learned about ties and joint. <laughs> uh, or maybe you were taking a tie class and that's where you were for the last few years. Um, pa Howard basically says like, hey, listen, man, say what you need to say. Get it all out. Let's go. Let's do this. So Vince says it. Uh, pa Howard gets pissed, gets all up in Vince's face. You want to talk to me like a man? We can do that. 
Vince replies, a man don't leave his family. Is that talking like a man? And don't come to my game tonight. Vince leaves at this point. Uh, Ma Howard chases him down, begs Vince to give Pa a chance for her. Yeah, Vince kind of just walks away without uh, saying anything on yeah. the, on the yeah, matter. Not very receptive of that request. Coach uh, confronts Vince about leaving the uh, the supermarket earlier, either yesterday or earlier in the week during the uh, community outreach <laughs> program <laughs> that he uh, that he initiated. Tells Vince about the importance of striving to be better. Uh, Vince gets pretty emotional, kind of goes off on coach, says, yeah. you know, uh, everybody's telling me to be better, be better, be better. And coach finally kind of calms him down. And he's like, I'm not saying you have to be better. It's, you just have to try to be yep. better. Yep. Strive and, to be better. And Vince's big pushback was that his dad wasn't there to show him how to, nobody's mm. ever showed him how to be better. They just, yep. yeah, everybody's telling him to be better, but he doesn't really have that example. It's game. Uh, game time, we skip straight to the fourth, late in the fourth quarter. Lions mm-hmm. are down by a touchdown. They've got the ball. Vince marches the offense down the field. Uh, he throws a touchdown to Huckleberry Finn. Uh, now the Lions are on defense. <laughs> Luke forces a fumble. <laughs> According to the announcer, Tinker takes the air out of it, which <laughs> is an interesting way to say that Tinker recovered the, the football. And so uh, the Lions have a chance to win it here. Yep. Vince uh, sees his dad in the crowd, crowd and just goes off on the field. Yeah. Uh, scores a uh, QB run touchdown to win. Yeah. The Lions are now 3-0, and Josh. Yeah. Big deal. Vince, get the hell out of my way, Howard, they call him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to say, you know, you do what you got to do when the play breaks up, but I felt like that was a very long quarterback scramble. Uh, pretty it was. risky. It was a but, very long quarterback. Yeah. He looked like uh, Dangus Jones in Madden 19, which <laughs> I've been playing lately. My scrambling quarterback <laughs> creative character. Nice. I've been playing Madden 21 lately, mm. uh, but I don't. I don't mess with the creative character. Fancy. Thing. I just yeah. I've just I see. I I go back and forth. I I will do like a just a franchise mode, like as the owner or whatever. Yep. Every mm-hmm. now and then, I like to do just as a position player because, yep. like, it's just you can only do like it's you know it's so you that you like lock you, into that position exactly. Then? Yeah, like so you're like only ever dangus. Like I throw the ball, and then it's it's in the the CPU's hands they huh. to run it, you know, to catch it and run yeah. it. And same yeah. with like if I hand the ball off to uh, to Le'Veon Bell when he was still on the which is why I still play Madden nineteen. <laughs> 19. Yeah. Uh you know, whoever the CPU takes the ball and, and they do the run. Nice. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've never really done it that way, but it's kind of fun. next is, uh, the after party at buddy's bar and grill. We see Vince. It's a big party. Uh, people are very pumped. Vince puts the game ball of the latest win on the shelf. Mm-hmm. We also see buddy. He's in the moment. He's inspired by this lions team. Winning and doing great things, and he decides he's going to do a great thing too. He calls up Pammy and says, "Send Buddy Junior home. <laughs> Send him home to Dylan." I I wrote it down because I just thought it was so dramatic. Send Buddy Junior home to Dylan. The boy needs his father. <laughs> Pammy says, "Are you sure?" 
I've never, I've never been more sure about anything in my life. Send my son home, Pam. (laughs) (laughs) Which I would blame the writers, but I do feel like that's, I feel like that's how Buddy would talk in that uh, particular situation. Absolutely. That could have been some Brad Leland uh, (laughs) uh, ad-libbing. Yeah. Uh, next, the Julie's in the library. The TA, creepy ass TA. Do we even know this guy's name? Uh, he, he was probably said at some point, but no, I literally have him only listed as TA in yeah. my notes. So the TA stops and talks to Julie. He apologizes. Uh, he basically says, "Like I'm a teacher, you're a student. It wasn't a good idea to begin with." Uh, Julie says, "Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you're right." Mm-hmm. He says, so we're good then. And you can tell Julie's not impressed by that uh, interaction. Next, Vince comes home. Dad's packing up to leave. Tells Vince he's at the game. Says uh, he needs Vince to know that he does realize how much of Vince's life he's missed. He did some bad stuff. He was gone. That's time he'll never get back. Um, you're already better at 17 years old than, than I've ever been. So, um, boy, yeah, there's a lot here. You're the man of the house. You're right. Um, but for the first time tonight, I, I knew what pride felt like watching you out there. So he like shakes his hand, says he's proud of him, <laughs> puts on his stanzo and he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Vince yep. asks him, hey, where are you going to be? I'll be around, son. Oh, roll that's credits. the end of the episode. Yeah, roll credits. Dang. All right. Uh, that's it. We'll be right back with our awards for the week. All right, we're back. We're going to give out some awards. As always, we're going to start with the Coach Taylor inspo rating. Uh, yeah, Coach definitely had some scenes in this one. Uh, how inspiring were they? Yeah, he had some moments. Uh, I think, you know, I think it's inspiring that he stuck to his word and kicked those dumbasses <laughs> off the team. Jacob and Wade, yep. <laughs> Get them out of here. Uh, you know, I think it's uh, the little, the be, be, strive to be better. Uh, mm-hmm. little good. speech in in there is solid. Um, tell him, buddy. I, uh, this is an opportunity. Oh yeah, yeah, very good inspiring. Advice. So good advice. this is a this is a hard. I would say a strong seven. Strong seven. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm with you. No debate needed. Strong seven for coach this week. Good job, Eric. Okay, Julie Taylor Hatometer. Where are we going with this? I hate Man. To, to, I'm going to go on the record and say I hate the TA more than absolutely. I hate Julie. Yes, absolutely. Um but it does take two to tango. It absolutely Josh does. and uh, and Julie initiates all of this. I mean, yeah. There there is absolutely responsibility for for taking advantage mm-hmm. of that, but Julie is uh, an initiator in all this. Man, it's it's hard for me to go under an eight. Uh, this has got to be uh, an eight or a nine for me. It's really high up there. 
I think uh, you, you had a father's concern in your face. Just <laughs> it's like I, it's because I don't want to go nine, but I do think it's mm-hmm. a nine. Like I want to almost give Julie the benefit of the doubt here, but I don't know that I can because uh, you're an adulteress, Julie. Uh, yeah. And there's, it's hard to recover from that. It's hard to have uh, mercy on that. So if you're good with a nine, I will. Yeah, you got to do it with uh, hurt in my heart. I'm going to give it a nine. All these dudes are like the same guy, right? They like, all are 100%. They're the same guy. It's like an, a smart person that thinks Julie is smart and has something special about her. It's uh, if if Matt Saracen hadn't stolen her heart uh, early in season uh, one, uh, I think that oily guy that, that <laughs> sleeps with Tyra, he could have been a, a Julie Taylor suitor. <laughs> Wait, who are you sure. talking about? Oh, yeah. The oil, the oil yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, the oil guy. Yeah. <laughs> Literally oily guy. Yeah. Yeah, gross. Uh, big rig beer tally. We see zero Tim mm-hmm. in this episode. So hate to see it. Yeah, no beers. I mean, is there any other teen drinking here, Julie? I mean, outside we of could the give yeah. Julie, uh, uh, Julie, probably like <laughs> at least two because she drinks and then pours yeah. a really big glass. So yeah, we. I mean, we see the footage from last week of uh, the drunken party. So I mean, that's right. that's in there too. But yeah, yeah well, let's we'll, do the, we'll call the Julie the Taylor show. drink tally. I think we give her two and a half at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. The Alamo Freeze presents the Matt Saracen Oshucks Goofus Malufus moment of the week. Uh, reminder that this can go to anyone who is a Goofus yes. Malufus in the episode. Uh, I think he, uh, there was a, a little scene. I don't know if we talked too strong about it, but uh, of Billy Riggins, who has really taken the Goofus Malufus mantle this season. That's true. Uh, yeah. When he's kind of trying to show. Uh, trying to show just the ropes yeah talking about staff uh, infection and stuff. yeah yeah that one is the first one that comes to my mind maybe those tip that were doing the the bit longer <laughs> than it needed to be done mm-hmm. wade and whoever yeah jacob yeah jacob uh i like giving it to billy riggins because mm-hmm. he takes everything way too seriously yes. as a coach so i like it the Donnie Buddy Garrity sleazeball move of the week. We definitely got some buddy here. Yeah. Um, I mean, first thing that comes to mind for me is him uh bitching about having to be a dad. <laughs> that's that's up there. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I guess the first thing that came to my mind was him uh doing the the game ball thing. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Without getting prior coach approval out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think yeah, bitching about being dad is is pretty good. The Joe McCoy stud of suds smug scumbag move of the week again can go to anyone who was a smug scumbag. Uh, that's the TA. <laughs> I can't see what's going on. It's off camera, but I think it has to do with the margaritas. Yeah, the blades. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was they... feeling off the blades fell in. <laughs> Those are sharp blades, man. You gotta. They, they look sharp. <laughs> that looks. <laughs> that looks like something that'd be on a Hellraiser movie, right? Yeah, there. man. These freaking blades are. <laughs> I'm messing around. Jeez, you don't want to grab those. I don't. I gotta check my hand for lacerations. We, we, we gotta have a thirty second timeout for uh, <laughs> bodily fluids. Yeah. Right. Uh, I do think the scumbag though is we got to go with the TA, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Nasty, nasty scumbag. Yeah. Be married and sleeping with a student. Ugh. Hate to see it. Notable music cues got to be Gary Clark. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the most notable. Absolutely. Uh, it, I, did, did you I, I did not pick up any else? other music. Nope. Outdated pop culture reference of the week. Um, mentioned something the two, 2000 hits. <laughs> yeah. 2000 hits on the YouTube video. People don't it look like anymore, right? 2000 hits? I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. I think, I think the fact that just like 2000 seems like a big number because as we've established, we think that this town is about 30,000 people, 30 yeah. to 40,000 people. Right. Um, 2000 hits on a video. Like that is a fraction of the, like of <laughs> right. the community. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Frick, I'm looking it up right now, but uh, let's see how many hits Anthony's wedding video has. At yeah. This moment. <laughs> three, three point, 3.8 thousand. Yeah, see, that's 3.8 hits. Come on. I shared it on my page. That's how I know it's. Uh, uh, there you go. I can find it quickly. Good call. 3.8K views. Oh, boy. There's some of these weddings with like two people in the. Yeah. Most of there's them a, actually have. A lot, like, yeah, a lot do not have a big crowd. Yeah. This. The Suwanek wedding of uh, January 11th has literally no one else except for them. Also, I just want to say that the uh, the guy who does this for a living, who officiates this, mm-hmm. had a pretty nice little uh, sermon spiel thing that he yeah. did. It was yeah. nice. I thought it was, yeah, it was very nice. I thought it was better than a lot of pastors who tried to pull that <laughs> off. Like, and this guy looked like he definitely could have been like an Elvis in person. Oh, for sure. You know? I'm pretty sure that he definitely does. Yes. Because I don't know if I told you this, but we did have the option to have Elvis as the officiant. Oh, we also yeah, had the, been that guy. We also had the option to have mini Elvis as the officiant. Oh. <laughs> like, Which, okay, I'm scrolling through now to see if I can see <laughs> weddings with mini Elvis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which I was all for. I was like, <laughs> that would be oh a pretty gosh. good one. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, there's the Hookman wedding. Yeah, look at you guys. These these weddings after you have like Two comments, six comments, whatever. Then the Hookman wedding here. 119 comments. You're, These uh, other suckers getting married in Vegas have nobody to love them. Nope. But you guys have exactly 98 who have liked or loved the post. And you know what? I haven't been on Facebook in like a year, but I'm going to go ahead and Ooh. love that post. So now you have 99 people who love you. Okay. <laughs> Uh, hits. That's how we got on yeah. that. Quote of the episode. I don't have anything noted. I, I, I have some quotes down. written down, but not like quote of the episode type yeah. stuff. So I also did not write anything down. Let's see if there's anything on the IMDb. Oh, yeah. This is actually a pretty good one that's on the Okay, IMDb. good. Good, good. The uh, conversation between Coach Taylor and Vince. Sure. Coach Taylor says, I first met you. You were climbing out of a police car. People said you were a punk, that you never last on the field. You know they still believe that? Vince says, screw them. I work hard for everything I've got. Coach Taylor says, I know you do, and you ought to be damn proud of that. I am. I'm proud of you. Your teammates are proud of you. It's about character. It's about striving to be better than everybody else. Vince says, Coach, 
my dad just got out of prison. He's staying with me in my house and I can't stand him. My mom, she asked me to forgive him, to be better. And you're asking me to be better. I don't know how to be better because he never taught me how. He never taught me how to be better. He's not around. Coach uh, Spivey steps in. (laughs) He hears this commotion, says, hey, coach, we all right? Vince says, and I'm supposed to be better than them. How am I? I'm supposed to be better. Coach Taylor says, it's fine, coach. Close that door. Listen to me. I said, you need to strive to be better than everybody else. I didn't say you needed to be better than everyone else, but you got to try. That's what character is. It's in the try. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and reaffirms our high coach Taylor inspiring for the week. Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely go with that. Yep. Okay, MVP of the episode. Man, yeah, what do we think here? I This is, I mean, it's kind of a Coach Taylor episode. It is a Coach Taylor episode. It's a good Vince episode. It's a good Vince episode for sure. Tammy's it's always rough, in the mix. Though, for Vince. Yeah. So. Huh? Uh, yeah, in that case, I will, uh, I'll throw it to Eric Taylor. I feel like maybe we, uh, almost shy away it's all it's like how lebron never gets uh mentioned for mvps anymore right. because it's, it's like, like voter it's fatigue obvious. you know yep. so let's go ahead and give eric taylor the nod for mvp of the episode congratulations eric taylor you are this week's mvp of the episode that brings us to our episode rating uh Oh, before we do that, I'm looking at the IMDb rating, which we'll get to in a second. But I did see on the IMDb, the goof section, goofs say, when Vince runs into the end zone at the end of the game, a camera crew is standing on the field, which I also saw. And I took a snap of it and sent it to you because it was just like, it's not like they were like off in the corner. It was like they were standing (laughs) in the middle of the end zone. Mm -hmm. Uh, and directly they were like in the middle of the shot. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It wasn't like a boom mic was like dipping into the into the the frame. It was like no, there are camera crews <laughs> yeah. to the point where it was like I thought it was intentional. Like, oh, is this like the TV crew? But then <laughs> right. I realized like no, they're standing in. They the would middle. be on the field. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, okay. Uh, the viewers on IMDb gave this an eight point five rating. So pretty high. Yeah, that's very high. Um. I'm going to say a seven. Yeah. I felt like it was a seven as well. Um, little bit of a spoiler alert, uh, not major, but I also felt like the next episode was like, yeah, it's fine. Mm. It's good. It's fine. I agree. I agree. Okay. That's a seven. Uh, do we have any, I'm assuming we do cause it's been a while, but, uh, do we have any social oh, yeah. media shout outs before we wrap this baby up. I've been trying not to check the social media because same, <laughs> Um, Maybe people have been badgering us for a new episode and I just haven't looked. Let's see here. Uh, This is skipping ahead, but no one Jack eight who I don't think we've heard for heard from before says watching scream four and finally seeing Julie Taylor get wiped out at last. Uh, Amy. I didn't realize Amy T garden was in Scream four. Dude, that was a movie that like, I need to watch it again because I don't think I've seen it since it was in theaters and it's it's next on my list because I just watched Scream 3 today. Yeah. That was a movie that they like got every hot actress of the time. Like Hidden Penitier is like one of the main characters in that movie. Yeah, Julie Taylor, Alison Brie, uh, maybe Jeez. one of the like one of the three women I would leave Angie for in Alison Brie. <laughs> um 
Yeah, uh, Anna Paquin was in it. Like it just had a yeah, a, a pretty banging cast. Well, I told you earlier today that uh, I do plan on watching the Scream movies, but I was going to skip straight to Scream Three because it has Creed <laughs> at the beginning and the end and, of the movie. Yeah, in the soundtrack. But now maybe I'll skip to Scream Four <laughs> <laughs> after hearing that lineup. Um, let's just, uh, we'll get some of these, uh, Zach Guilford cameo, uh, things out of the, uh, yep. Out of the way, Matthew Taylor, he says confirmed from a reliable source, Zach Guilford, friend of the show. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew, uh, Jimmy, who <laughs> questions, wait, there's a Zach Guilford cameo. I think we must've tweeted about it before actually <laughs> tweeting it. Uh, Oh, and then Matthew Taylor says, fellas, what an incredible cameo. Side note, can't wait till he hears he has his own weekly award. Yes. Uh, Nile. (laughs) Nile in Wales. Classic Matt Saracen, that was. Got to love Zach Guilford. I'm doing like it's oh, too Irish. Irish. Yeah. I'm too I'm too Irish. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry Nile. I don't know how uh well, I know you yeah, gotta go like Peaky just, Blinders on it, right? Yeah, like, is it that whales. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> it's not. First, they're we're not talking. Welsh. We're talking <laughs> about pounds. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I went too Irish with it. I apologize, Niall. I I fell I fell back on the Irish. So I'll I'll stop trying to imitate uh, your accent. But happy belated birthday to me. Thank you, Niall. Sorry for just making fun of you before oh, you wish God. me happy birthday. Uh, hope it was great. Much love from Wales. Thank you, man. And the pound. I'll, I'm pounding you right back, my guy. <laughs> right on. Um, Jimmy, once again, says, I kind of wish you went full goofus maloofus on it. Absolutely. Yeah. You and me both, buddy. Yeah. Lots of well wishes and congratulations on the uh, the marriage. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because you tweeted about yeah the wedding. CJ Arnold says, looking at names of FNL characters, it seems clear certain writers are fans of various teams. JD McCoy slash Vince Howard, named after UT quarterbacks Colt McCoy and Vince Young. Good point. Whoever wrote season four clearly was a uh, San Diego Chargers fan. Jess Merriweather and Becky Sproles named after two big Chargers. Oh. I've never put that together, but same. Sure. Good. Uh, great catch. Yeah. CJ. <laughs> Matthew Taylor tweeted us a, uh, another tweet. College football 150 doc came on ESPNU after Texas Tech's basketball game. So I started watching it. Not sure if this guy is supposed to be Scott Frost or Jesse Plemons, but it's clearly one of them. <laughs> that is wow, wow. I mean, I'm even looking at at like current pictures of Scott Frost, and I've never put that together, but it acts absolutely. Yeah, he's he's got some Landry in him for sure. Good catch there, no doubt, Matt Taylor. I believe that's uh, all we've got. We're caught up there. So please do reach out to us on Twitter at Reliving Lights. We would love to uh, interact with you. We have fallen a bit behind. I should, yeah. We haven't really interacted, I guess. So I'm going to go ahead and like all these posts uh, as a bare minimum of interaction. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we appreciate you reaching out, all of you. 
Um, and thanks for the well wishes on the wedding too. For yes. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much. It means a lot. It was, I saw a lot of, uh, uh, you know, uh, and so I got even some tweets directed toward me. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, due to that, uh, from the fans. So I guess I can, I can do some shout outs there. Uh, I just have to find them. Um, I tweeted that from your reception and I got to say, I ate like a freaking King at your reception. So uh, Thank you. I, I took full advantage of all of it. The uh, open bar and <laughs> oh, yeah, the good. like just uh, huge amounts of pasta and Excellent. cake that I could consume. Excellent. That so cake was you. really good. It yeah. was. It was all good. It was all solid. Um, yes, yeah, so you tweeted. I know that we got some of the fans that tweeted at me. Oh, yeah. Lynched his heart. She retweeted that. Oh, she retweeted my uh, my Borat voice, my wife. <laughs> my wife. We, and said congratulations Nancy and Anthony so I'm gonna I'm gonna like that one sorry I obviously it was a very busy uh, <laughs> a lot going on. several days so I did not uh wasn't touching Twitter Twitter outside of uh just tweeting myself so anyway well yeah no we we appreciate we love uh we love the social media shouts shout outs some of you have started following my personal page uh, I usually am good at following back, but once again, I uh, have been very busy. So I, I promise you, I will follow uh, follow y'all back if you follow my own personal page. Uh, I just have been lazy about. Uh, sometimes I forget to follow people I actually know in person back uh, for like a couple of weeks. So my apologies. We appreciate you all. Thanks for reaching out. Uh, so let's close this thing down uh what's your lesson of the episode what's the moral what's the takeaway that we can uh apply to our lives folks don't forgive your fathers it's not worth it (laughs) (laughs) my dad's dead anthony i uh okay We had very different, very different (laughs) paternal experiences. 100%. And nothing's usually these pop out at me. Usually they don't pop out at me. And I've been hanging on to that one for a couple of days since I watched this episode. If you have the opportunity, to have sex with a married man, just don't. No. Don't do that. Or any a married person. Just don't. That's a good point. Yeah. Man, woman. Uh do not binary. You know, uh not saying that you should give up hope that there could ever be a relationship or whatever, because you know, things happen. But don't be the catalyst Mm-mm. for that. Unless I don't know if this is gonna blow being up. Famed Platt South Dakota band a catalyst, then you can oh you should always be catalyst. But yeah, because that I mean banger after banger from catalyst, <laughs> but get this crap out of my head. All right, there you go. Uh there's our episode for the week. Uh it's been a while, but Anthony, good to get back into it with you. It's been great. I gotta say, shout out to our listeners in the West Indies. Shout out to our listeners in Laos. I feel like we owe a special shout out to our listeners in Wales today, uh, especially Niall. 
<laughs> yes social shout out we have uh we're not as put, dumb and ignorant as we, we are we are i hope you realize yeah from the rest of us uh our rest of our you know hours and hours and hours <laughs> of content i hope you realize that we're not uh dumb and ignorant but i hope not maybe we are hey, but <laughs> we're, we're just taking the piss mate <laughs> All right, we're going to close this thing down before we get any uh, deeper in the hole. So uh, tune in next time for another episode of Reliving the Lights of Friday Night Lights Rewatch Podcast. Let's touch God this time, boys. Let's touch God.